1: Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now, let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of God Goals and Girl Talk, where we discuss life, love, and the pursuit of Christ I am so excited about today's episode. Um, To all of our new listeners, welcome, welcome. I've been seeing that we've been getting a lot of new listeners. So welcome to the show, sis. We are so glad you are here with us. Um, Just a few quick announcements. If you are not already, please make sure that you share the show, rate the show, and write a review. Um, I really just love reading how God is using these messages here to produce fruit in your lives. So let your girl know, okay? I'm here for it. Second, if you are in need of community, make sure you join us in the producer society. We have some really awesome fellowship, live sessions, and it just allows us to get more connected with one another um, as we're on this journey. So make sure you click the link in the bio and you join us. And then lastly, follow us on Instagram, okay, at God Goes and Girl Talk. Remember, you can always drop your questions there. Um, I personally manage that page. So it's me y'all giving answers and feedback. Okay. Okay. So today we are continuing our year of connection series. Um, and we are discussing how to identify a potential mentor. If you missed last week's episode, go back and listen, because we discussed in detail the reason as to why mentorship matters. Um, the overarching point was that mentorship is not a mandate in the Bible. So ain't nobody going to hell if you don't have a mentor, but it is very beneficial. Um, In us maturing in our walk with Christ, as well as other areas of our lives. So we recommend it. Um, I also just want to kind of preface today's episode by reminding all of you, okay, to always, always take what we discuss here and anywhere for that matter um, on this show in prayer to God, okay? This does not mean that today or tomorrow you need to run out and ask every quote unquote Instagram guru to be your mentor, okay? This is a very personal decision. This is a very important decision and it should be done prayerfully and using discernment. Discernment meaning the ability um, to see or understand the difference, to make a distinction or to discern between good and evil, truth and falsehood, okay? Eve's lack of discernment led her to make a choice um, that we are still reaping the punishment for today. Okay, so ask God to reveal to you if mentorship is something that he's calling you to now, and then ask the Holy Spirit to help you discern um, who that person should be. Okay, so that is the major, major key for identifying your potential mentor. Okay, so the first key in identifying um, your mentor is evaluating their fruit. Um, In 1 Corinthians 11 and 1, Paul tells the church of Corinth, follow my example as I follow Christ. Any potential mentor of yours should serve Jesus Christ, should follow and serve Jesus Christ, okay? It's not enough for them to thank God at award speeches. It's not enough for them to um, share the scripture of the day from you version It really should, they should really, their life should really um, demonstrate that they are in close relationship with Jesus, God, Holy Spirit, not universe, not nothing else, okay? Jesus, God, Holy Spirit, that's it, okay? Um, You really want to look at their life and see if the fruits of the Spirit are demonstrated because your mentor should not only lead you closer to your calling, but should also lead you closer to Christ, okay? We discuss the fruits of the Spirit on this show very often, and that is because it is the most objective way to identify your intentions or identify the intentions of people, um, even if God is still growing you in your ability to discern. So in your ability to be able to really tell the difference between um, good and evil to make that distinction, especially if you're newer in Christ. If you're new in Christ, I absolutely believe that um, mentorship would really help you in maturing in your walk and in your calling. But um, you have to understand that the enemy and those who serve him a lot of times will present themselves as angels of light. That means that they seem like they are good and they have good intentions, but really they're not, right? When um Eve was approached by the serpent, he didn't come saying like, "Come on girl, don't you want to be evil?" No, that's not what happened. He presented the offer. He presented the fruit as a way that it seemed like it would be beneficial to Eve. And so she decided to eat it because she didn't have that discernment. And so uh, for us, um, we're just so grateful that we have the Holy Spirit as our advocate, because even if you are still growing in faith, you can observe um, and evaluate somebody's life based on the fruit of the Spirit. That's a very, very good place to start. Um, In relationship, especially with mentorship, you have to objectively evaluate the fruit of that potential mentor. And so let's go to Matthew 7, um, 15 through 20. And I'm reading in the New Living Translation. It says, beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way that they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, Just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so can you identify people by their actions. So it's really critical that you are looking at the fruit of your potential mentor's life and comparing that, um, not just based on things of the world, right? Because like, who cares? You can have a million dollars and still have no peace. So not that, but that you're comparing the fruit, the fruit that you're looking at is the fruit of the spirit. So love, joy, peace patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And you can find those in Galatians 5, um, 22 through 23. You know, there's people in church who can uh, look like they speaking in tongues, but will also in two seconds turn around and cuss you out. They may not be a good mentor for you, friend, because they're not exhibiting the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If they are not able to do that, you don't. They don't need to be your mentor. They may need prayer, which we can do for them, but they don't need to be your mentor. Also, um, understand that failing to take the time to truly evaluate and really um, take this to, to God in prayer will lead to deceit and destruction in your own life. If you get up under the wrong leadership, whether it be mentorship, a pastor, whatever, um, if you're not evaluating the fruit, there are still seeds being planted. They're just bad fruit. <laughs> right? Like, it's not that they're not planting seeds. It's the seeds that they're planting are horrible. And that's going to lead to, um, deceit and destruction in your own life. Okay. Worldly accolades don't mean anything. Okay. I don't care about your followers. I don't care how much money you got in the bank. I don't care about any of that. Um, if you're not closely following God, if you're not growing in your faith, you are not my mentor. Okay. Okay. For the Lord does not see as man sees. Okay, for man looks at outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. That's First Samuel 16 and 7. God don't care about none of that. He don't care about your degrees. He don't care about none of that. He is looking at your heart. Do you have a heart for him? Okay, as my pastor would say, you need to be more concerned about their steadfastness, so their unwavering or dutifulness in their faith, than their status, because that is what's going to grow you in Christ and grow you in your calling. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Check God's Resume Journal. Are you struggling with your waiting season? Do you feel like God has forgotten about you? it's time for you to check God's resume. This dynamic journal will walk you through building God's resume in your own life. Take the time to recall the goodness and the miracles that he's performed in your lifetime. The journal has journaling prompts, a place for sermon notes, and so much more. More. This is a great tool just to remind you of God's goodness in your life and an even better tool to be passed down to your children's children as they'll be able to recount your experiences with God. So get ready to recall all of the miracles that God has performed for you. I promise you when you check his resume, he is undefeated. Click the link in the show notes to get your copy today. Now let's get back to the show. The second major key um, to identifying your mentor is that you should be looking for someone who is where you want to be. So in term of ministry, that looks like um, evangelists mentoring someone who may have been called to evangelize. That looks like prophets um, mentoring those who are called to prophesy. And that looks like marketplace mentors such as Christian authors um, mentoring those in similar areas. This concept also applies to our day-to-day lives, right? It, it applies practically. So if you are... Um, a young married couple, you want to be mentored by a couple who's been married for a couple years, okay? Um, I don't know who needs to hear this, but like if you're seeking and taking wealth advice from people who are broke, child, that's not, no. Or people who have the appearance of wealth, right? But then you find out later they're bankrupt, (laughs) right? That's where that discernment comes in at. You want to make sure that it's, there's somewhere where you want to be, Um, If you are uh, married, you don't need to be mentored by someone who is single and bitterly divorced. That's not going to be beneficial. And I'm not saying that you can't learn anything at all from these people, um, because if you are coming into money, someone who may have lost it all may be able to give you some good advice, but they are still not your mentor. If you're married, someone who has gone through a divorce may be able to give you good advice as to how to not end up in the position that they're in, but they should not still be your mentor. So I hope that that makes sense. So I'm not saying that talking to those people that you may not be able to learn anything. I'm saying that that's not the person who should be your mentor, okay? Okay. That's not the person who should be your mentor. I'm saying that mentorship, <clears throat> excuse me, should really result in growth in a particular area. If that person is not um, where you are seeking to be, then they, it don't make sense. So if you have no desire at all to be a mother um, and, you know, and work as a full-time entrepreneur, then you being mentored and learning all the things about being a mom is unnecessary, <laughs> if that's not where you want to be, um, if you want to be a dentist, I should not be your mentor. I'm a nurse practitioner. I could definitely, right? So let's talk about being able to learn versus a mentor. I could definitely speak to you and teach you about um, important aspects of college like financial aid, time management, but you are shorting yourself by not having a mentor who is in the dental field, even if they've not completed their entire education program, right? At some point, The advice that I have to give will no longer be relevant. The content will no longer be relevant and it will stunt your growth, right? So when we are in these mentor relationships, we should be, um, it should be progressive. We should continue to grow, um, in Christ and in our calling. So if you are not with the appropriate mentor, or if it just has come to an end, then you need to be able to identify that because at some point you're just stunning your own growth. Right. Um, Also, too, like I said, your mentor does not have to be at a place where they have arrived. Right. You don't need to go out and get a mentor who's a multi million dollar dentist working with all the celebs. That person doesn't need to be your mentor. Um, My uh, senior year of nursing school, I was mentoring freshmen in nursing school. And although I wasn't yet a nurse, which was their ultimate goal, I had still progressed further in my journey and was in a position where my mentees wanted to be. OK, so they still had a lot to learn from me about navigating and adjusting to nursing school. So just because I had not graduated yet and I wasn't a nurse yet, I was still a beneficial mentor to them because I was further along in nursing school and had almost accomplished um, and finished nursing school. So it was very beneficial for them to be able to be my mentees. Right. So it's not that they have to be um, in this place of I've arrived, but you want somebody who's further along than where you are. And you want to make sure that the content of that relationship is one where you're continuing to grow. Um, It is also really important to make sure that um, you understand when it's time to close a mentoring relationship, right? So closure is a part of the mentoring life cycle. Once the mentorship has led you to mastering the area, the whole point of you being mentored is to master whatever area um, you've been called to, then you need to evaluate that relationship and um, determine whether or not it's progressive, Right? Or if it's time to close because content matters. Um, the people who've mentored me in one time in my life are no longer uh, my mentors, right? That's no longer appropriate. I remember when I first became a NICU nurse, we had a mentorship program, and Mona, okay, was my night shift mentor. Shout out to Mona because she the best to ever do it. She taught me so much. Um, but then, guess what? After about two or three years of the of me being a NICU nurse, et cetera, et cetera. I knew I could still ask Mona for questions. Um, if I had questions or concerns, but it was no longer a a mentorship type of relationship because I had arrived to the point to which I needed to be I was in the NICU I was serving in leadership um, I would be pod charge and so I could still hit her up for questions but she was no longer my mentor where we were meeting um, on a schedule etc cetera, et cetera. right so understand that content matters and if you're no longer growing in that content then it may be time for closure This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God and wanting to produce his purpose in their lives, then this community is for you. Visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show. So my third major key to identifying a potential mentor is observation. Um, One thing that I've learned over the years is that I've been mentored by people who I've never had a conversation with. Um, My observation, my learning, and my application of principles that have increased and um, grown me and matured me has qualified these people as my mentors. So, um, for example, before I ever met Tatum, um, and we became friends, she was mentoring me through her podcast, I was able to um, observe and learn how she dealt with certain situations. And then I was able to apply those principles to my life. And then me applying those principles, then resulted in growth, it resulted in maturation, and it resulted in me growing in my calling, right? So when I have those three things, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I am being mentored in this way. And this was something I did not realize until we did the study in my minister and training class um, that you don't always have to have a meeting and a sit down with every person that you wanna be mentored from or mentored by because a lot of times, again, going back, their fruit will be displayed. So there are people who are, Um, you know, who are like celebrities and things like that, who you may really identify with. And although you can't call them up and ask them questions, you will see um, from the fruit that they have in their lives um, and be able to apply certain principles that you can, you're still being mentored, right? Um, Somebody that I really, really like is uh, Pastor Michael Todd at Transformation Church. I've never met Mike Todd. One day, maybe. But I've never met him. But he does a lot of things um, in re- in regards to his family and him being in ministry that I've observed. That I feel like I've learned from, and it's some principles that me and my husband have applied in our lives. And so, therefore, you know, we have been mentored um, and been able to glean from these really, really good principles that are pushing us closer to Christ and pushing us closer to our calling. So you don't always have to have a meeting and be in direct proximity. Some of us just need to sit back, listen, watch, and learn, okay? It is really, really important um, to make sure that when you're watching, you're looking for a couple of different things. You want to make sure that you are seeing how your mentor um, communes or communicates intimately with God, right? That's what commune means. It means to communicate intimately. So how they commune with the Lord. Um, For me, I love that. Pastor Mike Todd takes six weeks off every year, no matter how um, popular he may be, he takes that time to consecrate himself um, back to God. And so to me, that's really important. That was That's something that I've seen him do consistently. And I'm like, mm-hmm. he does that to spend time with God, spend time with his family. And I really, really like that principle. That's what's important because family is your first ministry. So all of this lines up with Um, what the Bible says. And it's a really good way to make sure that I remain remain serving my family and I remain close to God, right? So I love that he communes with the Lord intimately. Next, you want to see how they initiate and handle conversation with others, right? Are they loving when they talk to other people? Are they nasty when they talk to other people? This is something that you really, really want to take the time to observe. Um, you'll learn a lot by seeing and just sitting back and being in proximity to how um, a mentor or a leader in general deals and has conversation. And then lastly, you want to see how they deal with conflict. And to me, this is the major thing. If somebody comes to them um, with an issue or if they make a mistake, right? Because understand this, just because you are um, observing their fruit does not mean that there won't be a a moment where they may disappoint. Because the Bible tells us that all have fallen short of the glory of God. But how does the recovery look? Right? If I ever do anything wrong, um or if I struggle in an area or if somebody brings something to me, I am very very quick to make sure that I'm dealing with it in a way that is um, godly, right? Because I know, first of all, that people are watching, that um, that God is watching, and I'm a representation of him. And lastly, I'm responsible, not for my intention, but for my impact on how I deal with people. So a perfect example is um, I was floating to another area, um, to another office, and my medical assistant had come with me. And there were, at the office that we were floating to, there were some newer medical assistants that I really didn't, I didn't know them, so I didn't have a problem with them, but I had asked um, and advocated for myself, a- a.k.a. I said, look, Bree is going to be my, um, my MA today. Thank you, please. <laughs> um, and so... As the day went on, I found out one of the other uh, MAs who knows that I'm very approachable came to me and said, "Miss Walker, um, the new girl, her feelings are really hurt. I think she's really upset um, because you were asking for Brie. Now, my flesh was like, what? <laughs> girl, it's not that deep. That Like, that's what? Hmm? But when I looked at it from a way that, Um, You know, I'm a rep. First of all, I'm a a leader. I am in a position of power here as a nurse practitioner. But also, I never want anybody to feel um, less than because of an interaction with me. That's just not who I am, period. And so at lunch... I took the opportunity, I took the opportunity. I saw the girl walk into her car to pull her over to the side, have a conversation with her, let her know that that was not my intention. And then to also imp- apologize and let her know, you know, I didn't even consider how that would make you feel. And for that, I apologize right? It's not that I had to. It's not that I would have gotten in trouble if I didn't. But I don't want her to feel like, oh man, I just don't think you're good. Because now, you know, once I really sat back, I was like, I mean, I definitely could see how that would make her upset. She's like, you know, I just felt like you didn't give me a chance. And And I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just like, you know, Brie works with me frequently. She knows how I flow. It'll just make my day easier, right? And so it's really important as a leader um, and as uh, you're looking at your mentor to see how they deal with conflict, right? That was a conflict. I could have just ignored it and been like, oh, well, I don't work here every day, no way, right? But that's not who I am um, and that's not who God has called us to be. So when you're looking for a mentor, you really want the opportunity to observe them when they are um, faced with conflict, right? Because that'll tell you a lot more about somebody than when everything is all good. Um, you know, again, when you talk about looking at the fruits of the spirit, how do they deal with their family? How do they deal with their kids? How do they deal in business? Are they integritists in their business? Um, it was really important to make sure that you're observing and you're learning a lot. Okay. Observation is like the most, (laughs) the most, um, powerful thing that really provides you the opportunity to learn. The Bible tells us to uh, to be quick to listen and slow to speak, right? You want to just hear um, the language. You want to hear what they're saying, how they deal, how they think, how they strategize. Instead of always having 50 million questions, a lot of times if you sit back, your questions will be answered. Um, so let's recap. So in finding or identifying your potential mentor. You want to remain prayerful and discerning, okay? Do not approach anyone about being a mentor without first taking that potential person to God in prayer. Do not move until God releases you to do so. And then that potential mentor should also seek God in prayer in regards to taking on the responsibility of mentoring you, okay? Because it's a large responsibility to disciple someone. Two, Make sure that you are evaluating fruit of your potential mentor, okay? The relationship should increase your growth in Christ and in your calling. Your growth in Christ first, okay? and in your calling. So, um, the fruit of their lives should align with the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Character of a mentor matters more than content of a relationship. I don't care that they have a billion dollars. If their character is trash, they should not be your mentor, okay? Um, i I really, really want y'all to get that because whoever you allow to pour into your life, whoever you allow to plant seeds, you know, you're going to eat the fruit thereof. Okay. So you need to make sure that you're really evaluating character and you're not caught off guard by accolades or by content or by what they're promising you. That's not what we're here for. God has everything that you need. They need to make sure that they're pushing you towards Christ and then everything else will flow from that. Okay. Um, Lastly, observation is key. So many times you can gain just as much wisdom or more just by being in proximity to your mentor um, because a lot of that learning will happen without conversation. So be quick to listen and slow to speak. I really pray that y'all have been Um, really getting a lot out of this and understanding the power that's in mentorship to help you um, and the power of connection period. So I'm really, really excited. Um, Next week, we're going to have a really awesome episode where we're talking about friendships with the friendship enthusiast, Samantha Liberal of Pure Friendship. So make sure y'all tune in to next week. Um, But that is it for this week's episode. So remember to love God, love people and love yourselves. And I'll talk
0: to you